Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, everybody. My name is Blake Riddiman, and welcome to Real Presence Live. Today is Thursday, November 10, 2022. Coming to you live from the Fargo Studios um, here in Fargo, North Dakota. And we've had some weather today across uh, the state and uh, state of North Dakota, that is, and, and much of our, our listening area. Um, and uh, it's it's been a it's been a struggle at times to get this going. We had a, a crazy morning. We had uh, Karen Selensky and Father Josh Eli were scheduled to come on uh, this morning. Um, but uh, thankfully, we, we had some people able to make it here in Fargo. So, so here we are. Um, let's start with a prayer. Um, God has blessed us with the gift of life. He's blessed us with this opportunity to, to serve and praise him this day. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you for the gift of life, the gift of this day. We thank you for your son Jesus, his cross, his resurrection, the gift of the church, the gift of the priesthood, the gift of your sacraments. We ask you, Father, to be present this day, that your Holy Spirit will be present in the hearts of all of our listeners, all of our guests, and grant me the words to, um, that you want to say today. Mary, our mother, we ask that you wrap your mantle of protection around each of us, that you lead us to the love of Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Leo the Great, pray for us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, it's such a pleasure uh, to be with you today. Again, my name is Blake Ritterman, uh broadcasting live from the Fargo studios today. Um, I, we have a great show planned for you with some, some great guests. Um, on the line today, we have Mary Beth Weisenberger, and Mary Beth is um, going to talk to us a little bit about prayer journaling, the gift of prayer journaling, and, and her journey uh, to that. Uh, Mary Beth, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Mary Beth. It's a it's a little chilly. This you know this weather always surprises me when it comes. But my goodness, it's mid November, and uh, I think we have to expect it at some time. So wow, stay safe, everybody out there. I'm I'm in Ohio, and um, sorry to tell you, but it's sunny and it's going to hit 70 degrees here today. So <laughs> well, I, I feel warm just hearing that, Mary Beth. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary Beth, you you have a, a, a great journey to share with. With us and a little bit about uh, prayer journaling and we'll kind of get to the heart of that as well but first off for our listeners tell us a little bit about uh, yourself well I grew up in a, in a little town tiny map dot in Ohio it I always think it was kind of like kind of like Mayberry it was a very idyllic place for me to grow up and the town was about 90 percent Catholic as well so um, I still live I still live near a tiny little town, but I'm out in the country now, and 
I just, I love the rural life. Um, I've been married for 35 years now to a great guy. Okay, we are having some some difficulties with with Mary Beth, um, unable to to hear her right now. Um, but the the gift of, of live radio is that we uh, were able to, um, and the gift of the faith is that we're able to talk about many things in this as well. Um, so Mary Beth, coming to us from from Ohio, um, is going to talk a little bit about about prayer journaling, um, and uh, Teresa is going to be working on on getting her right now. Um, Today, what I'm going to kind of switch gears for us a little bit too, as we work to get uh, Mary De- Mary Beth back on the air. Um, today is the feast day of Saint Leo the Great. Uh, Saint Leo the Great was, uh, I-, I think of um, my time in the Minot area in the beautiful church of, of Saint Leo the Great. Um, he was the bishop of Rome, a church uh, bishop of Rome, and of the church as an ongoing sign of Christ's presence in the world. Leo the Great displayed endless dedication as Pope, elected in 440, and he worked tirelessly as Peter's successor, guiding his fellow bishops as equals in the episcopacy and infirmities. Um, he's, be- he's best known as one of the best administrative popes of the ancient church. Um, his work branched into four main areas, indicative of his notion of the pope's total responsibility for the flock of Christ. Um, he worked at length to control the heresies of Pelagianism and Manichaeism and seeing every th- and, and others, placing demands on their followers so as to secure true Christian beliefs. Um, so St. Leo the Great, I think of just popes in general, of just their, their role as father to us. Just think of that responsibility of, of being uh, the shepherd of the whole Catholic Church. And to do it with such grace and to do it with such um, the balance that's needed and the trust that, that's needed as well. So um, we're, we're thankful for our popes, thankful for the, the prayers of St. Leo as we go. And I'm hearing that Mary Beth is back. Mary Beth, can you hear me? I can. Sorry, okay. I'm not sure what happened there. No, that's okay. It's so great to, to have you with us. Are you on the phone with us now? I am. Awesome. Well, great, Mary Beth. Well, you know what? The gremlins can't keep us down. So here, here we go. So I really appreciate uh, the work of uh, Teresa back in the in the booth trying to get this going. So Mary Beth, you were telling us a little bit about yourself. You've been, you've been married for, for 35 years. Um, so tell us more about yourself. Well, um, I don't know exactly where I dropped off, but um, uh, just to reiterate that I've been a writer Pretty much my whole life, in some capacity, I've worked in um, the healthcare field and the finance field, and um, I was a magazine editor for a time. Um, but there's always been some little piece of of writing in some capacity that I've that I've had in my life, and um, I think that was something that, that God planted in me when I was very small, and so that's something that I've carried with me my whole life. My, my first book was a collection of family humor columns, actually, mm. um, that had been published in media outlets around Northwest Ohio. Um, and then my second book is called Praying with a Pen, and that was published by Dynamic Catholic a few years ago. Beautiful, beautiful. It's such a gift. Uh, I think of you as an author and, and authors throughout um, what a service that is to people to get 
the, their thoughts um, on paper so that you can share it with others. It's such a gift. So you're talking about your latest book, Praying with a Pen. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. How did you first get started with what's called prayer journaling? Oh, I have such a passion for it. Um, I'm probably I'm probably the biggest prayer journaling cheerleader you'll you'll ever meet. <laughs> I have and I have such a passion for it because because I know and I understand and I've experienced the tremendous reward that comes from just just this simple practice, just sitting down with a pen and a piece of paper and getting quiet and and just taking time to to talk to God. It's, just a simple, uncomplicated process, but it bears it bears so much fruit. When I when I first began journaling, that was maybe twenty five years ago or so. Um, it was mostly because I wanted to become a, a better writer. I wanted to become an author, and I had read that the practice of writing morning pages, and that was kind of a practice where you just sit down and write three pages of freestyle writing first thing in the morning to kind of get your your writing brain jump-started, and um, so I had read about that, and I thought, well, that should probably help me um, become a better writer. Um, I, I was raised Catholic, but my husband was not, and at that time, we as a family were all attending a Protestant church, and one of the things I quickly discovered um, attending Protestant um, churches was that their, their practice of prayer was, was much different from what I had been taught. It was much more informal something I, I, I admired and I wanted to get better at. So, so Efficient Me decided uh, maybe, I could, maybe I could do that at the same time I was doing some journal writing in the morning. So mm-hmm. I decided to practice my informal praying and why not do it in my morning pages? And little did I know, Blake, what God had planned for me. <laughs> yeah, man, what a gift. So how... You know, a lot of people are, are familiar with the practice uh, of journaling. Um, and then, you you know, you just beautifully described, you know, that bringing in prayer to that. So how is that different than, you know, writing in a diary or just straight journaling where you're kind of just talking about the events of the day or the, the past? How, how is prayer journaling different than that? Yes, it is different. My image of a diary is you know, something I wrote in when I was 12 years old, you know, and confessing my crush on my classmates, you know, and I had to, I had to keep my nosy brothers from finding it. So, <laughs> so yeah, definitely this uh, prayer journaling is different from, from a diary. Um, it's a prayer journal in its essence is, is not you writing about yourself. It's, it's meant to be a dialogue between, between you and the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. It's, it's praying with a pen. It's not not just a litany of your your daily actions and experiences, like like it would be more um, found in a diary situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's time for you to spend time with God to to ponder spiritual questions. You know, to to take time to give thanks, to to pray for others, to you know list your own intentions. You can explore your faith. You can reflect on the scripture readings of the day, which is one of my favorite things to do in my prayer journaling time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get gutsy and even review, you know, your your sins in your mm-hmm. prayer journaling and ask for God's help with those. Um, it's a good place to consider what your gifts and talents and discern your gifts and talents and how they might, you know, serve to, 
to build the kingdom. Kingdom. I've I've done all of these things and and more um, in my prayer journaling. Yeah, what what a gift! So I love that term of dialogue. That it's not you isolated. Um, pen and paper, just writing inside your own head, even though that can be, you know, therapeutic on a psychological level, just to kind of get your thoughts out of there too. But there's something more with that dialogue. So in the, in about two and a half minutes, how did, how did this lead you back to the Catholic faith? <laughs> in two and a half minutes. <laughs> um, it's such a long and beautiful story, um, but just to encapsulate it, um, just Slowly but surely, over the course of a few years, as I was working on my random morning writing pages, they they turned into morning prayer pages. And as I was writing down my thoughts and and beginning to, you know, to converse comfortably with God one-on-one, I I had a realization. I realized I I was writing to God, yes, but... But... Interestingly, I, I felt like he was writing back to me. Mm. Uh, of course, I didn't see anything on paper, and I didn't, I didn't hear voices, but um, what I was hearing were um, just some quiet, gentle answers through the journaling process itself. I was able to discern things, and um, I was clarifying some spiritual thoughts that I had and questions, and, and I could really notice in my prayer journaling how and and when my prayers were being answered, I could feel so much grace from this practice. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I could feel the Holy Spirit was was working on me and um, prodding me, really, to ask questions about my faith and my faith practice at the time. Um, so, so finally, it just I felt a very strong desire to return to the Eucharist and to my my Catholic faith and a corresponding sense that. Jesus was leaving the 99 to come after me and bring me home, and all of this came from a pen and a notebook mm-hmm. and just a simple desire to draw nearer to God. That's what happened to me, and I believe in my heart that's what can happen to, to anyone with prayer journaling. What a gift. That just, it really shows uh, the gift of that it is truly a dialogue, that God listens to our prayers, that He is present. Um, that it's not just us inside our head, you know. We're talking with Mary Beth Weisenberger um, about her book, uh, Praying with a Pen. Um, and Mary Beth just gave a, a, a beautiful testimony of how prayer journaling is working in her life. And we're in, and when, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about, about her book and how it can be shared, shared with you. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Thank you. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. In today's world, we are enslaved to addiction. I'm Father Chris Alar. Alcoholism, pornography, and drug abuse have become the master of millions of lives, maybe even your own. Addiction has led to countless deaths by overdose and suicide, 
So what can be done about it? Victims often explain they are searching to escape the troubles of this world, or they are trying to find a form of ecstasy. Unfortunately, these enslavers provide neither. The experience is only pseudo, a fleeting imitation of an authentic spiritual experience. There's only one true spiritual experience that can provide fulfillment, and when you find it, you will find hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Blake Ritterman, coming to you live from Fargo, North Dakota, at the main studios of Real Presence Radio. Um, just a pleasure to be with all of you today. I hope you're all safe and warm as, as the weather is hitting North Dakota. Um, I am with Mary Beth Weisenberger, author of the book Praying with a Pen. She just gave a, a beautiful testimony of how prayer journaling has led her back to the Catholic faith and uh, how her relationship as Christ has blossomed because of, of prayer journaling. So Mary Beth, how does God, and you talked so beautifully about a dialogue that it's not just writing in a diary, it's a dialogue with, with God. So how does God make himself known through prayer journaling? Uh, in a variety of ways, and that to me is the most fascinating and rewarding part of, of prayer journaling. You know, when we place ourselves in a position to, to seek God, to find God, we, we find him. He responds. He's there always seeking us, of course, but but there will be a connection um, when we are still and we listen. Um, God makes himself known in a number of ways. And, and in prayer journaling in particular, I have found it could, be, it could be a light bulb moment that you experience during prayer journaling. Uh, it could be a sudden emotion or, or maybe a solution to a problem materializes while you're journaling. Or you, or maybe you finally understand something that's been bothering you for a long time. You know, you get you get a new idea. You you understand the scripture in a new way. That's also how God moves in um, in prayer journaling. Um, maybe you feel a desire to take a specific action, or or you just get a sense of peace or or gratitude or contentment despite maybe your topsy turvy life circumstances at at the time. Um, I call these holy whispers um, mm. that you can experience in, in prayer journaling. And um, I did some research and talked to a lot of other um, people who were persistent in their practices of prayer journaling, and every person I've ever spoken with who has this habit experiences the same thing. It's 
it's very powerful and very humbling at the same time. For sure, for sure. And and you wrote a book about about this experience that really taking your experience, taking what what God has shown you through this practice of prayer journaling and to share it with others and serve it in service of others. So tell us a little bit more about this book. No, it was really fun. It was it was exciting to write this book. You know, deadlines uh, deadlines aside, because that wasn't the fun part of writing a book. <laughs> right, yeah. but, uh, but it was really interesting to just watch how the Holy Spirit opened doors for throughout the whole process. And, and the fact that I ended up partnering with Dynamic Catholic is just proof that um, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> with <laughs> right. All. Um, God's plan. Um, the official title of the book is "Praying with the Pen: The Girlfriend's Guide to Stress-Free Prayer Journaling." Um, it's a fun read. It, it's got a bit of humor in it. It's not a difficult read. It's not heavy. I really just wanted it to feel like I was sitting across the kitchen table having a cup of coffee and a and a lighthearted conversation with a friend. Um, and it's just. It's just an encouraging book. It's practical at the same time. And um, I know it says The Girlfriend's Guide to Stress-Free Prayer Journaling, but I've had a number of men say they've read it as well, and it, mm-hmm. it, just, it just comes from the perspective of a busy woman. So, but, of course, anyone can learn the practice and implement it and, and reap the rewards of the practice. Right, right. So practically speaking, I guess so we, we have this guide now, for, for prayer journaling. So for our listeners kind of intrigued by this idea, or maybe they're doing morning pages, or maybe they're doing something something similar, I guess, what is the layout of this book that really gets to the heart of that dialogue that you were speaking with? Well, the book contains a little bit about, about my story and how I got to the point where I was actually writing a book about prayer journaling. Um, but it also covers some of the typical objections that people have in their heads as to why, oh, this won't work for me because, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, but we, we tackle those right away in the beginning of the book. We call it jumping your hurdles. You know, what are these objections? What are the, what's keeping you, what's holding you back from starting this practice? Is it time? Is it you don't like to write? All of those things um, we, we cover. Um, and then we talk about the benefits of prayer journaling. And then I just lay out a quick little pa- a plan that they can easily get started. Um, none of it is complicated. Um, and and most, uh, most importantly, I just wanted people to understand that this is their prayer journaling time, and this is their practice, so they can set it up however works for them and what they find works best. I've included um, some Catholic resources to help support and inspire the, the journaling time that, that, that you have, and and um, and then we end with some of the um, very real and remarkable changes you can expect if you start a consistent prayer journaling habit. Yeah, that, that's great. And so journaling, obviously, it takes some writing. It takes some some time um, with it. You know, me included, and maybe with some of our listeners. What if you were to say, you know, I I'm not a writer. I don't write. I am. I uh, it takes too much time to write. I don't. I just I just want to pray, and, and that's it. Um, what would you say to someone that says, I, I am not a writer? I think that's what um, the biggest objection is for, for most people. And, and my answer is, um, I, you don't have to be a writer. Um, 
I remind them this is not being graded. Um, this is not your freshman <laughs> right, English <yep>. class. <laughs> and, and God does not care about grammar or spelling or sentence structure. He just cares that you are making the time to be with Him. And you can write however you would like. If you want to write in paragraphs, if you want to write bullet points, if you just want to jot down keywords only, whatever works is, is fine. Um, and, and there's a lot of research out there that proves that putting actual pen to paper and putting something in writing um, really helps you uh, retain the thoughts that you have. It helps you reflect back on them later. There's just a lot of science involved in the fact um, of, of writing. Um, so I always say, you know, I get people say, well, can I do this on my computer or can I do this on my phone or my tablet? And I always go back to just a simple pen and paper um, because of the research and because of the how personal that process is. So um, you don't have to be a writer to do this. Um, I also think um, another big obstacle people throw in there is that they don't have time mm. and they don't know how to be quiet. So we do cover in the book lots of different tips and tricks on how to create that time because this is very, very important um, and how to quiet our minds and get rid of distractions and um, not to worry about those things. That takes some practice, but many saints had the same problem, and um, we just have to figure out how to jump those hurdles and and work on those distractions and just move on um, yeah. and, and know that it'll lead to you know rest, renewal, and um, a wonderful practice. I call it chocolate for your soul. That sounds great. <laughs> and I think what I, what I love about the writing aspect, and I love how you talk about you got to kind of prepare yourself, prepare there. You have to be intentional of what you're doing. You know, you have to yeah. take the time and be intentional. Like, I'm, I'm going to make time to, prayer, to pray, just like you would to brush your teeth. <laughs> you got to make that right. time to pray. And I think uh, just my personal experience with writing, um, it causes me to slow down you know, and really think yeah. about the thoughts that are racing through my mind. And it takes, yeah. you know, it really causes me to, to slow down. And I appreciate, mm -hmm. you know, too, is just giving people permission. Don't worry about the grammar. Don't worry about, you know, how, how nice it looks. Um, it's more so just the act of, of writing. Correct. Yes. Yep, I, I, it's nothing to be worried about. God just wants you and he meets you in that prayer chair every time you sit down to do any kind of prayer journaling, and it's wonderful. That's beautiful. So, so this book, uh, where can people find this book and maybe want to learn more about, about you, your journey, and just prayer journaling? Well, the book is available on dynamiccatholic.com and also on Amazon. It's in uh, hardback, I think, hardcover um, right now. It's supposed to be back in softcover edition sometime soon, I'm not exactly sure when, or they can also go to uh, my website, which is prayingwithapen.com. That's beautiful, beautiful. So Mary Beth, any final thoughts or any words to our listeners um, that may be thinking about this? Uh, what, what would be your thoughts to them? I'd just like to leave them with a note of encouragement. You know, ad Advent's coming up. If you're looking for something new to try that you feel... Um, that could draw you nearer um, to God, I, I would just encourage them to, to think about prayer journaling and give that a, a thought for the Advent season. It's, it, it's a, a, a little practice that can just 
give you so much tremendous spiritual growth with without even leaving your house. So it's just ridiculous, and it's amazing, and I encourage everyone to give it a try. Yeah, and for, for our listeners and for myself, too, you know, if, if you're looking for a way to... Because what you're talking about really is personal, private prayer. You know, we have we have the Mass, which is the perfect prayer, where that's yeah. that's where we are participating in the liturgy, the death, the resurrection of Jesus. Um, and but we always need to make time for for private prayer, where we can stop and listen. Going back to what you said about this is a dialogue. We we live in such a noisy, busy world. And this is an opportunity through Prayer Journey, through your book, Mary Beth, where people can have a roadmap of how to, how do I stop? How do I um, rid myself of the noise? And what I like about this, too, is there's some, there's some activity with it. You, you're writing. It, it's kind of a good way to um, maybe not just sit quietly in a chair and maybe end up falling asleep, which I've done many times. But there's some activity to it where you're actively engaging yeah. the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Or some science to that too, where you're using, you know, your hand and that connection to your brain, and you're you're putting some thoughts down on paper. You're, you have some physical movement with that, so so it's all connected and all um, adds up to a wonderful experience. I again, I would just encourage everyone to to give it a try. Maybe for Advent, might be a good thought. That's a, that's a great idea. Mary Beth, it's been such a pleasure. Again, I was speaking with Mary Beth Weisenberger. Her book, Praying with a Pen, available on dynamiccatholic.com and Amazon. Mary Beth, thank you so much for, for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the invitation. I appreciate it. All right. God bless you. And we'll be back with Real Presence Live on the other side of the break. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.